I thought you liked A-G-R-A-J-M. You're a fan of it, aren't you? Why is this happening? <sighs> Did you hear what I said? Yeah, you love A-D-J-R-M-F-7-M-Pi. What? You love A-J-D-R-M-S-M-Pi. What does that mean? What I'm doing. What I'm doing. You love. Oh, I'm saying, did you hear what I said? My computer keeps like going to sleep. What's going on with that son of a bitch? I don't know. It's being weird. How do I? Time to get the new computer. It is from the company. Yeah, get rid of it. Throw it in their face. Need a new one. <laughs> Give me a new one. Well, most places, most businesses, when you need a new laptop, you need a new laptop. And they say, okay, here's a new laptop. They don't say, oh, well, you know, that's all we've got. Well, they've never done that with me can't, so far. Can't but. really keep up with the times. We only have three laptops <laughs> for the whole company. We're going to have to stop paying you for 90 days. <laughs> if that, meaning it's definitely going to be 90, but it could be forever that we don't pay you again. Ugh. Well, if they wouldn't do that. I don't know what the rule is. Do you have to be rehired at that point? Is it, in essence, uh, a firing and a rehiring? Does there need to be special approval from somebody? Because oh that's what it's coming up to at the radio there's station. there's nobody there to, like, back you up. No, it's just kind of it for the time yeah. being. When does that start? December 9th is the last day. <laughs> oh my God. I know. What is that? It's like uh, one week. Oh my God. Two weeks. It's so annoying. Two weeks. Sorry. It's really stupid. Well, you got to play these games. Nothing like an industry where you have to play games. Oh, I, <laughs> I've been hired, but I don't really want to call attention to the fact that in 90 days, because I'm a, hired by a third party, that that's coming to an end for whatever legal reasons. I have to take a 90-day break, uh, which usually are in place because companies will abuse the third-party payroll company where they just keep people employed for years and years, and they don't offer them benefits or any of the things that full-time employees get. But, you know, that's not what this situation is. It has nothing to do with that. I log three hours a week. So who cares? I should be able to say I don't want benefits. I don't need any of it. I'm fine with yeah. the way this is going. I don't feel taken advantage of. But you know, so I have to navigate that. And then on the flip side, you could say, why don't they just make you part time for real? And that ain't ever going to happen. There's people. Why who, is that? Why won't they? There's people who don't even know that I get paid, I, I'm sure. And then the moment it's flagged <laughs> to them. Like, we yeah. pay this guy? <laughs> End it. Now. So I don't want to call attention to it. The industry. Radio. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and it's crazy of me for not wanting to have stayed in that industry. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You abandoned us, Greg. You didn't believe. It's, it's nothing to do with I didn't believe in radio. That's what yeah. I didn't believe in. Ugh. Rightly so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who's the <laughs> who's the winner now? It look, it doesn't matter. There was a an article that went around that a European investment firm wants wants to buy the company I work for because they want to get into the American media market. The moment these fucking bankers, these money people get in. I mean, radio yeah. was bad enough before investment companies started buying up radio stations because companies like Clear Channel overextended themselves and said, we want to be the largest radio station owner in the world. And then they did it. They leveraged everything they could. And then we're in massive debt. So they had to cut corners. But the moment you get money people in, it's even worse. Yeah, because they don't look at how it started and why it existed in the first place and what it does. Like what the product actually is. It's just like, optimize it all. Yeah, they do not give a shit. It's funny how you think at certain points over like the past couple <clears throat> decades that I've been working and in, in radio and you think, oh, I can't get worse than this, but yep, there are ways it gets worse. <laughs> it just continues to get worse. Yeah. I'm pretty, uh, 
disillusioned. Well, I hope, you know, my company's not for sale, they say, but there's always a price. Didn't they just have a merger or something? Yeah, we just merged. Vox and Group 9 yeah. merged. But that was So more. they would do that right away? It's a totally different thing. A merger was a move to stay viable and ahead of the curve in the online media landscape. Mm-hmm. This would just be rich people an, coming an in. acquisition. Yeah, wanting, for whatever reason, to be in the American media market. European investment firm wants to be in the American media market. I don't know what the fuck their intentions are other than <laughs> clout. And, you know, they get in, and then what the fuck do they care? It's funny that these companies are built on original content, writing, podcasts, mm -hmm. videos. That's what makes them popular. And then when new owners come in, the first things they cut, they say, cut all that stuff that made this popular in the first place. It's popular already. We're done with that part of the game. Now we'll just serve up steaming piles of shit to anyone who consumes our media. And they'll deal with it because of name recognition. So cut all the editorial, cut all the costs. Wonderful. Brilliant. What a brilliant business plan. What art? I mean, it's, that's, that's the road we're on. Hospitals are for profit. Hospitals not making enough money. What the fuck? <laughs> I know that there's money that goes into running a hospital, but the moment a hospital is a moneymaker, there's conflict. There's conflicting yeah. motivations at play, and it's mm -hmm. pretty fucked up for-profit prisons, for-profit hospitals. <laughs> I don't know what's next. That's why no one should have kids. Why? Because what are they going to do with their lives? Oh, I don't know. Maybe uh, Gen Alpha will... <laughs> well, they say that like Gen Z is going to yassify everything, which sounds awesome. What the fuck does that mean? That sounds does not sound awesome. Yeah, it just means like let's uh we're gonna bring in a lot of different perspectives and points of view now, instead of it being just the oldest fucking people on earth in charge of everything. That's called Yossify. I'm like, God, that's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. And I don't well, care. Well, it's kind of a joke. I don't know if it's, it's not it's not called that. That's you just can't, what people are You saying. can't really inflict change if you're riding the wave of a joke in a dumb thing called Yossify. You can do it anything. No, Gen you can't. Z can do anything. Also, yeah, just wait until the, they get their dose of reality. Money. It's all money drives it all. It's only about money. So good luck. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not as uh I don't feel as pessimistic about the future. The idea is, oh, well, they need our labor. So that's what we can leverage to get the things that we want. And if, you know, we take our labor away, they don't get to make their money. That's the, you always still get the money. How can we hit the bottom line, take away money? That's the only time any of these fucking people will listen. And, you know, you're at the point where a lot of these jobs aren't even needed. So they say, you know, you're losing the one thing that you can leverage, which is labor. Because we don't even need you. Finding different like, ways. Okay. Yeah, so then it's like, good luck changing things. Well, they'll go get a different job. What field is what I'm saying? I don't know. Listen, I'm not, I'm not behind this movement. I'm just like, you know, I hope it, I hope uh, their attitude can bring about change. Everyone. Because they're going to be a part of the world instead of just observing it in the future. A tale as old as time. We're Tales gonna, yeah, we're gonna change things. We're no, gonna Gen do, X no, didn't give a that's, shit that's, because they were just put in a spot where they were told from the start. They know <laughs> they were actually the most realistic of the generations. Like, hey, look, they knew from an early age we're not changing shit. So just sit back and don't even enjoy the ride. Welcome to One Topic, where we stick to one topic. My name is Autumn Fisher. My name is Greg Ross. Woo! And welcome to another thrilling edition of an improvised, not so structured podcast, which mm -hmm. apparently a lot of people don't have the taste for these days. Mm. Are we losing the structured appeal? 
Nah, I don't want to talk about this. I feel like we get into this shit on every episode. I just saw yeah. someone's post on Instagram said, I need a new podcast to listen to. Maybe I already even brought this up. It's just been lingering in my brain for a couple of weeks now. And there were some demands placed on them what that new podcast was. And it was nothing true crime. Though there, there was a small window. It could be if it was well done, whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> and nothing unstructured or improvised or a conversational. Oh. So, you know, there's a there's a trend towards well thought out, researched, informative, educational podcasts. A trend because one person said it, which is not. They, they posted it. OK, I guess that means the majority. What do you think polling is? They ask six people and then they, <laughs> then they apply Those that. six people are representative of the whole. They apply that. Yeah. I'm sorry to bring this up again. You know. It comes up often. I don't think that uh, we need to take a look under the hood. It's just the neurosis manifesting, thinking of this person who I kind of know, who I used to work with. If only she knew that I did this podcast, I get a an upturn of her big schnoz. It's not. It's not actually big. Just that was just for. Oh, you just wanted to emphasize the turning up of the nose. Yeah. If she had a big schnoz, I don't think I would have said anything because she's probably sensitive about the big That's schnoz. That's why I was surprised that you said it at all because I thought maybe she really does have a, a schnozzola. I know. I Look, I get it. The commenting on the schnoz. <laughs> and also what that might imply. When somebody told me that I had a Jew nose in seventh grade, right. eighth grade. It was eighth grade. It was eighth. And then I proceeded to break my own nose because their words stuck with me. Sticks and stones will break my bones. Your words won't hurt me directly, but I'll take a weightlifting set and put it on the bridge of my nose until I hear a snap of the bones. Please make that rhyme better. <laughs> I'm <just> hoping because <laughs> it was really unsatisfying the way you just told the rest of the story. Well, I was <laughs> I was hoping something would come to mind, but nothing did. That's why I can't do yeah. these these uh, freestyle rap battles. That's why I've never had oh, yeah. one. I'm not good. It would just be like. Hey, look at you. You have shoes on that I don't like. Your clothes are different than mine. Where, what rhymes with directly? Um, See, that, that's the problem. <laughs> I, I set it up so the word I needed to rhyme was directly. Yeah. And then kind of limited my options. I know there's plenty of words, words that rhyme with directly. Does it have to rhyme with the Lee part or ectly? Rhymes with directly. Rhyme zone will tell us correctly, indirectly. Oh, so just, all right, ectly. May I could have used ineptly. I mean, that's to me that's not a perfect rhyme. So but. I tried to change it ineptly. Yeah, something like that. By breaking my nose. Because of the comment of some little fucking shit. God knows where that scum bastard is these days. Probably a real fucking failure, but. He doesn't remember he said these words. You're a pussy, Greg. How dare you let someone else's words. That's the problem with your generation, pussy. That's <laughs> why you'll never get anywhere in life. I'll never have a $600 meal. Now will I? Nope, sure won't. Even because you and your generation doesn't know how to work. <laughs> You're really stuck on that whole thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the laziness of your generation. The laziest around, Autumn. There used to be a time in this country then that pride and work were directly related and you were worth less. You held zero directly. You held zero value if you weren't working, contributing to contributing to lining the pockets of someone in some way. Right. If you weren't doing that, what's the purpose? What's the point? Why are you here? And you're questioning that. And your questioning shows to me, shows me that you're fucking lazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so true. Get to work. Mm hmm. Any questioning of anything should be frowned upon when it comes to the old ways. If you want to go to the country club, to the yacht club, yep. if you want to be on the other side of things, what you do, what you long for. You wish you were at the table, not serving the table at the yacht club. <laughs> you wish you had your own yacht, a sailboat, maybe. Are there, yeah, are, there 
there are people with sailboats who claim that they're rich. And I'm not saying that the upkeep of a sailboat is something that just any normal person can do, especially when you live in a city and the marina charges are high. And I, I know that still costs money to own a sailboat, but it ain't no yacht. Uh, yeah, I think um, to be a member, you have to show uh, an expressed interest in s- sailing or yachting. All right. So any boat. Really you have the- to own a boat. And there are some members that um, they want to be a part of the club. And so they're just like, okay, they just buy like a dumb boat. And they say like, here it is. <laughs> what, so you can get a paddle boat and suddenly you're in no, the... No, not a paddle boat, but it has to be like a certain um, like size or like there's like a minimum, I think. For people who don't know what the hell we're talking about, you work at a yacht club. Yes, I do. And you serve these people. The entrance to be considered a member is a non-refundable 18K. <laughs> just to be considered. Just so, to be considered. Are there any percentages a, tied to this? Do you know how many people who apply get it approved? Uh, no, I don't. But there's um an eight-year waiting list because people who are members either, they usually <clears throat> just die. <laughs> and uh, they then a membership uh, opens up. So do you have to put in the 18K to get on the the waiting list? Yes. So, you, so here's 18K. I'm not going to see this for at least eight years. Possibly eight years, yeah. Well, not that you're going to see it again, but I'm not going to see any benefits of this 8K entrance yeah. to the Yacht Club. I mean, they might uh, already be friends of members so that, that they can join um, other members. Um, but especially like uh, local lawyers and stuff join. And that's just for networking and stuff. And sometimes there are, there are dual memberships uh, at our club and then like Eastport or something that's down the street. Oh, that's the because poor one. Eastport. That's only I asked what it, I'd never heard of it. And I was like, what's Eastport? <laughs> you know, it was mentioned just casually in, in one of the meetings. And um, they said, oh, yeah, it's the other yacht club. Blah, blah, blah. There are a lot of members over there also. But oh, they but, said it's more earthy. I'm like, what's that mean? Well, what are the membership fees to get into east club and i'm not to be sure considered. i'm not sure is there snobbery towards it do the people talk about it with the disdain they say east club i <laughs> i don't know i've never heard the other members talk about other clubs but they do talk about the main club versus mine which is the activity center um and oh jesus your sounds like a y it's like the ymca the activity <laughs> center i would it's look a- i would look down on that one too so there's a division well, within the club. There, Well, there is, but some people, like, they prefer the main club because it is a place to take clients. You know, it's a place to really uh, go for it and impress your people, you know, very expensive wines. I think the menu prices are different. They have different menu items, but our club is more family-friendly, Um However, there are still a lot of rules. You know, like there are no cell phones at the table. There's only collared shirts, no jeans. You know, shit like that. <laughs> but ours has um, sailing lessons down at the docks. And there's a gym. And there's like a kid's area upstairs. And then there's the pool, the outside bar. And then the, the cafe that is open in the summertime. And then our big restaurant. The things that uh, are important in life. It's crazy. I was saying, like, people spend $600 on these dinners. That's what you're saying. I would never have a $600. And despite this dinner, despite this idea that I'm rich, which I'm not, but I would (laughs) never have a $600 fucking dinner, even if I were rich. Look, it's easy to say, I know. Something would have to change, though. I don't care about food that much. The fact that I went to dinner last night... And for two of us, it was $100. Uh, and the only reason I went out was because my friend Matt was in town and he wanted to go out. And so four of us went out. And I was talking to Christina. I was like, when's the last time we went to a restaurant? And then I was thinking about how I was probably failing the relationship because people <laughs> like to go out to restaurants. And I, I food to me, who gives a shit? Something but I have to do. She kind of feels the same way, right? Yeah, I think going out though, because when you go out and do things, what do you? It's limited for the most part. If you go out mm-hmm. at night, you're gonna go drink. You can go to a movie. 
I guess you go to the theater if you live here in New York, go to Broadway, you're going to eat. So, you know, removing food in a restaurant from the equation, and I don't want to go drink all the time. Right. And there's only so many movies. And some people claim that going to movies isn't even an engaging thing because you're sitting there in silence together, but whatever. It's, well, if you both enjoy it, you know, that's engaging. It's fine. Yeah, but going to the restaurant and like paying extra for something I have to do to stay alive, you're, you're in essence holding me, not <laughs> hostage, because I chose to come in. So, you know, let me, let me choose my words correctly here. Let me, let me not throw hostage around. But in general, it's like I have to eat. I'm kind of at the mercy of you and your prices. So not with a restaurant. That's why I don't go to restaurants because I don't value food that much or the service that comes along with it or the preparation. I don't get into the chefs or the different styles of cooking or the way the food could taste different than something I could get from fast food. I don't eh, snooze, snooze fast. So at some point eating out, don't want to dismiss it completely. There's that whole cultural side of it, but it is a status thing too. And so I can see someone liking spending $600 on a meal because they can tell other people they had $600 meal. I guess so. I feel like a lot of what I see is um, people just being together and kind of getting a little like sauced. Hey, you could do that for cheap somewhere else, but there's this yeah. level of dignity, I guess, when you're, if you're if you're coming from means, like we can't just go to the old bar and get sauced. We have to do it in a setting that is appropriate. The yeah, yacht that's true. club. We need we need a really good old fashioned. You know. So you're saying that the best old fashioned in town is at the yacht club. No, but if you're gonna go to like some bar, you're not gonna get a good old fashioned. You know, they don't have the I don't know. <laughs> they don't have the uh, fancy, the Luxardo cherries, let's say. I don't know what those are. I don't necessarily Luxardo care. cherries are very <laughs> expensive, but amazingly delicious. Why? I don't know. I think the they're in from France. Is it like and the, they're in a syrup? That's like good. the coffee that the cat eats and shits out? Yeah. yeah. I don't think it's a cat. I think it's like a lemur or something. <laughs> <laughs> I picked these coffee beans. I don't know if it's a cat. Maybe it is. Out of the cat's poop. And now we mm -hmm. will brew it and drink it. Oh, yes. This is what oh, being rich is, is about. This is what having money is about. The delicacies that aren't accessible to the common folk. <laughs> if it's accessible, know, so if it's accessible nice. to everyone, a... it's not luxury. If the idiots have access, then it's not luxury. I actually had a table last night. They were like a 12 top. <laughs> so, you know, it takes a lot of work to hope they tipped. My stuff is automatically tipped no matter what. So I hope they tipped on to top of it. it. Hope they no, they didn't. Well, come on. That's fine. It was a $100 tip automatically on there. Mm, that's pretty nice. Yeah. I was going to say, though, I forgot until she was like halfway through her dinner, her like side of mayonnaise and side of ketchup. Oh, God. The well, that's what I'm saying. So I was like, oh, elite. I'm so sorry. I was, I, I was like, I'm so sorry. I forgot. Whatever. And she's like, ah, it's all right. First world problems. It's like, oh, yeah. that's nice. I mean, that's nice of her to say, but those are more like third world problems. I think even the third world has mayonnaise. Well, the fact that they couldn't have the mayonnaise with their dinner. Like, <laughs> those, yes. I appreciated what, you know. Condiments <laughs> of the rich and famous. <laughs> Not that the condiment is famous. Or, or for rich people. You, well, that's, you know that's, what I'm saying. That's what's funny to me, that they don't even... You know, quite often mayonnaise is dressed up in different ways that makes As it as an aioli. Yeah, it's still mayo, but you know, you get to fool these rich people and to think they're getting something a little fancier, a little special than mm -hmm. plain straight up mayo or miracle oh, yeah. whip. It's a it's in one of those Cisco like tubs of mayonnaise. And it was <laughs> almost empty, and so I had to get a long dessert spoon and like plunge my hands. How old the, was this? Huh? That's disgusting. How old was this yeah. mayonnaise? How old was it? Yeah. If you're getting to the bottom of the big tub, the five gallon tub. Yeah, I don't know. Or is it only a gallon? How big is that? Thing? Probably a gallon. But still, that's a lot of mayonnaise. So yeah, I had to like plunge my hand inside of it and it's getting all over like my knuckles and my wrist and I had to like scoop out like scrape, 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 scrape because I couldn't, I didn't have time to run downstairs 
like forget the key, run back upstairs, grab the key, come downstairs, go into the dry storage, find the mayonnaise, bring it back up, open up the foil thing on top and pour it out, squish it out into whatever. <laughs> so just scraping this mayonnaise is gross. Well, they're getting what they pay for. Oh, actually, they're not. Then I'm getting close to what they pay for. But <laughs> they didn't pay for it. The only the, the the oldest woman at the table paid for it. Mom. It was like the mom. of. I know. Just people. in general that uh, 18K up front. And then what is the yearly fee? God only knows. Well, not just yearly, but there's monthly dues. And if you, I think I've said it before, but if you are late with your monthly dues, then they put your picture up on a board and publicly shame, shame you. Shame you. Wow. <laughs> what picture do they use? Do they have like, does like ever- the membership, like when you join the picture they take of you? <laughs> Is it a bulletin board? Is it glass enclosed? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen it. It's in the, um, I think it's at the main club. That's wild. I know. Isn't that funny? Now look, within the rules of that setting, I can speak about it in the generalized terms, but within the rules of that setting, sure, if you're not doing the things you're supposed to do, yeah. uh, especially when status and elitism is coming into play, there's nothing that says you don't deserve your status than not paying your dues. So mm-hmm. nobody wants to be on that wall of shame. The so hall. yeah, there's monthly, there's monthly dues and then there's <clears throat> quarterly minimums that you have to hit. As far as like how much money you spend at the clubs. I guess you just at some point you just have to spend your money. You have so much money that there yeah. aren't things to realistically. Yes, you could get cars and houses, but, you know, there's upkeep. These people got boats, I guess. So they, yeah. they invested in that. But at some point it's like, hey, you know what? I don't know. The material possessions. I've got what I want. I have what I need. What can I, else can I blow this money on that will impress other people? I guess, yeah. Part of it is let's own it. Let's let's be part of a club. You know, Why I say not? I say that I wouldn't spend six hundred dollars on a meal, and in a vacuum, I wouldn't. I don't think. You know, this is there's two totally separate things coming into play here. Again, there are people to me. If I say uh, the food isn't worth it, there's no six hundred dollars meal that's worth it. There's a lot of people who'd argue that of all means. They'd say, you're insane. Food is totally worth it. And that's a fair assessment. We just have differing opinions. And there's, I guess there's no right or wrong. And then the other thing is uh, just $600 in general on a meal outside of food just seems like a waste of money, even if food was really, really good. And I think that plays into the monetary side of it. But I was, I was going to say, I think I won't spend $600 on a meal, but maybe I would. because You spend $600 on other things that someone else may feel is... Uh, not important. True. And the, but what I was going to say with the meal is I could see myself being in a spot where if I did have money, I'd be happy to pick up the bill. It's like, I, it's fine. I got right. it. Right. There you go. Cause I don't feel, I like spending money. If it's to me, there's money. There's two sides to money and it's pretty black and white. It's either I'm worrying about it or I'm not. <laughs> yeah. And there's a level. Obviously, you can push that line. Where is that line between worry and not worrying? And you can start to spend money on other things or you could go out to decadent meals and really get to the limit where it's like, okay, I'm spending too much. I'm worrying again. But if I'm not close to the line of worrying, then I tend to just, I I feel okay spending money on people is what I'm saying. Right. So I could see a meal being worth it. And I wouldn't be trying to show off, though. Then I have to give the speech where it's like, I'm not doing this because I am trying to show you that I got the money. I wish there was a way you could do it in secret. Nobody well, would ever know. Well, you kind of can because some people just don't want to sign their checks. And they don't really have to. The reason why we ask them to is because lately there have been people that have been disputing what's been on their bill. But then they didn't sign their checks when they leaved. Leaved. <laughs> You're on the right side at that yacht club. <laughs> I guess so. Just serving. Are y'all going to leave yet? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so, but yeah, you could just be like, all right, let's go. Oh, there was this one couple. <clears throat> it was such an awkward table. You know, it was a husband and a wife and then a husband and a wife. The one husband and wife were members and the others were not. They were just guests. And what were they wearing? Could you tell? Are they trying no, too hard? They're trying too hard. <laughs> No, but the people that weren't members, the the husband kept trying to pay. He continued to try and pay. He kept like 
But he was like weird. He had like a thousand yard stare and he looked like his face. It's almost like his eyes are like Joe Biden's where it's like, where was your face burned at one point and now your eyes are too small? It was weird looking. But he kept like looking at you like, I'm going to pay. Don't you let him pay. I'm going to pay. And then the members were like, no, it's not. It doesn't work like that. We are the members. We're going to pay. And you could tell like he would not stop. Every time I saw him, he was trying to tell me. And his wife was annoyed and the other couples were annoyed. Maybe he felt lesser then. Maybe it was not a fun dinner. And so then eventually um, the the wife was like waiting for the husband or something. They had both gotten up from the table and the met the two members and she was like just give him just give give my husband the check when he comes out of the bathroom and i was like okay but then when he i was like all right thank you so much everybody you know and he was like did we pay like um just taken care of you know uh, where here take my credit card i was like uh it's okay it's all we're all done it was so awkward maybe he felt less lesser than he did get dragged to this club that he couldn't be a member of these other people are flaunting it in his face you couldn't get into this place unless you were with us. And he wants to prove his manlyhood somehow. Don't put that on me. Because he still abides by the hard work is good for the soul and makes you a good, productive member of society and yeah. sets your worth. And I worked hard my whole life. And while I don't have that much money, I will spend it to prove to you that I have value. Yeah. And the yacht club guy says, no, no, no. And he's taking away that guy's manlyhood what he's doing yeah but that's between you guys you know what i mean don't put it on me like figure that out when you're in the car together figure that out at the table before all of this you know if take or take no for an answer and like find like get some cash out of the atm and mail it to him or some shit you (laughs) know what i mean like don't put it on me to have to navigate your weird awkward feelings there's a thing about paying going out to eat and I think it's with my parents or with other people's parents when there's older people at the table and there's still this hierarchy that comes into play where the older people quite often will pay they seemingly want to pay and as I get older I don't want to move into that role like I know I just said that if I had the money I'd be happy to pay and that's because it's coming from me it's like oh I would like to do this nice thing but the moment I feel as though I should be doing it it changes everything And is that like a set rule where the older people will usually pay? And, you know, when I was the fact I haven't gotten married (laughs) and I'm 40, that still puts me in situations sometimes, especially through all the years where you're going out with people's parents and you're fully an adult yourself. (laughs) And the parents are saying, we got this. Okay, okay, this was nice when I was 20 because I didn't have any money, but I don't feel bad about it. I don't feel a need to. I, do, I really do the thing where it's like I will offer to pay and I'm hoping that they say, no, no, it's fine. And if they took me up on it, I'd be kind of disappointed. And like, like, oh, oh man. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm paying for this now. But, you know, I wouldn't hold it against them. Of course. Like one of my favorite scenes ever was in The Squid and the Whale when Jeff Daniels goes out to eat with his son and his son's girlfriend and she offers him some cash at the end of the meal. And it's like a cheap meal. I think it's Chinese food or something. And okay. And she's not offering to pay for the whole thing. She's just offering him some cash and he takes it. He grabs it from this teenage girl because <laughs> he's in a, cool. he's that kind of guy. He's in a spot where I think he's struggling a bit with money because there's a divorce in the movie and things like that. But mm-hmm. uh, I really liked the fact he took the money. I think um, if you have the means, it doesn't really matter how old you are. Then you should offer to pay. You know, like, I think right now, if I, if I were out with my parents, I think previously I would offer to pay or split it or pay for mine um, and hope that they would say no and just pay for the whole thing. But now I feel like I would want to pay for the whole thing, including theirs. Which seems to be the move most people want. They, but that's they, only because the category I'm, they fall I'm making, into. that's because I'm making my bag. You know, working all these jobs. Yeah, and people want to treat other people and maybe right. show off a bit that you've got the money. Not me. No, 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 not, no, no, not, no, no. I'm not trying to show off. Some Somewhere inside, that's a thing. It's like, look, I've got the money to do this. I'm going to do it. I'm not saying it's flat out. I'm better than you because I have the money. But someone like you, you seem to be a bit proud that you're making more money these days. You're working hard to make all the money. But you know, you're getting a little bit more money and 
maybe it's a way to show that. It's like, hey, look at this. I'm in a spot finally where. That's that's more like my own stuff where it's like, oh, I see something on Amazon that I want. Hold on. Let me look at my bank account. Ooh, it's $75 and it's Monday <laughs> and I don't get paid until Friday. So I can't get it. Um, But now it's like, oh, I can get it. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's more personal. But for them, like my mom was saying. So my friend Susanna lent her a Christmas tree. Um, that she's gonna that my mom is gonna use for displaying uh, her craft at these craft shows, but it's a seven foot tree and it's too big. So she's she was saying like we really just need like a four foot tree, and I was like, well, how much how much are the trees flocked? And, are you gonna get flocked? <laughs> no, probably not, because you want the they're these ice skaters, uh, these ornament ice skaters that she makes that are really cool, and. Um, yeah, the, she, she was saying, well, that seven-foot tree was like $40. I'm like, oh. Because, and she was like, well, we only need a, a four-foot one. And I was thinking, well, even if the four-foot one is 40 bucks, I'll give you 40 Like, I'll pay for it. And she was like, oh, I just don't want to spend any more money because da, 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 da. I said, well, you have to invest in now you're making this a business. I said, investing in it does make sense. You do have to do that. And if it's 40 bucks, like, I throw 40 bucks around... It's not that much. It's not right, but they're like, no, it's just too much. And they do come from a different like school of spending, you know, where you know, just like your boomer parents that keep their same knife set since you were a child, they still have the same knives. Man, you know, not my like parents. They throw shit away. No, I mean, oh. I'm not saying that people keep their knife sets for sentimental reasons. That you're saying because they don't want to spend the money in getting a new knife set. So it's a totally different thing. But I think somewhere along the line too, it does come into play we've also had that a long time at least that's a way to justify keeping it on top of it not could be i'm not sure if my parents think like that but my parents uh, throw everything away oh uh, my parents do look at this basket that. of toys that was greg's when he was a kid get Closet. rid of them <laughs> <laughs> do they tell you that they're gonna get rid of it no not until after the fact it's gone he threw it out and now you know oh. now there's a grandkids and they're like oh why do we throw those out they he could have played with those toys so he had a lot of mm. cool stuff he's really into ghostbusters now which is, blows my mind the staying power of ghostbusters but wow apparently it's there and like the new toys aren't as good as the old toys and i used to have a not. bunch of ghostbusters stuff and now my mom's like hey, why did your dad throw that out I was like, oh, you ask him he doesn't keep anything oh well, it's junking up the basement in this room that i never go into there's this room that has no sheetrock on the walls. It's just the frame. It's made for storage. It's the only reason this space exists in this giant fucking house. And God forbid we've got stuff in it <laughs> that we're storing. Listen, your dad has to focus on something. <laughs> There's too much storage in the storage. Get rid of it. Unfucking believable. All this. My mom kept all kinds of stuff. And it's the Sounds way to grateful. do it. I like keeping things. That's why I have to rescue things when I'm there. If there's anything left, I have to take it with me. For real. Yeah, I have a that's why I have my talk boy and I have a, a two um what are those things that you put up against your eyes and you it like it goes through the little scenes. The viewmaster? Yes, viewmasters. One's in 3D. Yeah, because they're just offset a little bit. Right. The pictures so it gives you that 3D look. It's cool. They're cool. It is cool. Um, I have a, oh, I have a, um, a Care Bears, like, and all their, and their layer that I definitely played with as a kid. I remember playing with that. Well, mine's in a landfill somewhere. <sighs> it's so sad. It's all gone. Who knows where? And the if you if you believe in like Toy Story, <laughs> then <laughs> they're all they've all died together. They were all holding hands before <sighs> they got incinerated. Way to go, Dad. Yep. You just, killed him. I was just talking to him the other day and uh, I was like, I've almost repainted the whole house. So I don't know what I'm going to do next. Like, My God, it didn't even need to be repainted. Just, <laughs> just sit down, dad. No, never. He can't. It's impossible. Well, then he'll die. If he sits down? Yes. I know. That's, that's he's always on the move. Mm-hmm. Always he's on the He's just go. like you, afraid of death. Except it plays out in different ways. I stay yep. stagnant. <laughs> just knowing death is coming just waiting for it to try he's to like, out nope. yeah, he's trying to outrun it and I'm trying to hide from it mm -hmm. neither What's will your mom win doing? neither will win I don't know letting it consume her with her anxiety Yeah, she doesn't have anxiety 
She's just letting it eat away at her. Anyway. As she makes little sounds like you do. Anyway. <laughs> Forget what I was saying, what the point was. You were saying you were being spending rich. more money because you had money. Yeah, Maybe being rich. Going back to my bit, I've already stated this point, but it really, if I had the money, I don't mind spending the money and I don't like mind spending it on other people. But I do feel like there are people in your life at that point who just assume and expect you to spend the money on them in certain situations because you have it. And that would really fucking piss me off. Yeah, for sure. Well, because then you're not being valued for anything that is genuine about you. It's no. an and outside then, force. And the obligation, uh, me with obligations, like how fucking dare you? Whatever it means, whatever meaning is attached to a gesture is stripped away the moment you're right. expected to do it, as far as I'm concerned. There's a lot of people who take a different approach. I don't know. It's, you're supposed to get people gifts on their birthday. And that's how you show meaning, by following the custom. It's like, no, no, the supposed to means that the gift is pointless. That's a bit extreme, I know, because you can still find a gift that's personalized and put thought into it and show the person that uh, you care and maneuver outside of that box a bit. Um, so, you know, it's not a perfect example. but Yeah, because and supposed to doesn't mean that you don't want to do it and you do it anyway because you're supposed to. It could just be like, yeah, you're supposed to and I love it. Yeah, I think Valentine's Day is probably better because I, you know, getting people yeah. gifts is not something I completely well, and resent. That's so made up. Well, it's also it also depends on how the per person approaches their birthday. If they approach it in a way where they do expect it, and like yeah. we're going to have a big party, and you're going to do this, and you're going to do that, and this is the thing I want, so you better get then I, you know, fuck you. If the other person's like, yeah, it's my birthday, yeah, I, you know, means something to get a gift to most yeah. people. It's like, I'd be happy to do it because they didn't push it on me. But yes, Valentine's Day is always the example I revert to because fucking dumb. It's really disguised as something real with the whole saint part of it. Saint Valentine. Well, there's a thing that was minor, that was hijacked, commercialized, packaged, yeah. sold, then suddenly it became, if you don't do this thing, then you clearly don't love your significant other. And if It's you also, sorry, it's also very uh, sort of reductionist to put women in this category of like, women love chocolate. They have orgasms when they eat them. <laughs> like, <laughs> shut up. Yeah, a lot of women... Went along with it though. They yeah, like fed anytime into you it. see those lint commercials, it's always some woman like eating a ball and like closing her eyes and like coming. Well, lint and having good chocolates. <laughs> the Kit Kat. Lint. A Kit Kat will cause that orgasm, I feel. A York peppermint Can you patty. The Kit, Kat, the Kit Kat commercials from like the 90s. <laughs> Break me off a piece of that Kit Kat. Make me come. Make me come. <laughs> My husband can't give me an orgasm. <laughs> York peppermint patties, I think. Just the sound of them when you break them. Ooh. Yeah, now that's sensual. That oh. sets the mood. That's that's what I'm looking for in my candy. Yeah. And then you have fresh breath <laughs> for makeouts. Yeah, which is better than the Junior Mint, which is goo. The inside's oh, I kind of like a Junior look, Mint. Look, I though. look at Junior Mint too, but compared to the two, I go with the York. I it's not doesn't put Junior Mint in the position of complete loss or failure. I like a Junior yeah. Mint, but if you had the choice, you'd go for York. Yeah, I go for the York. So if I were rich, I would buy people <laughs> all the York peppermint patties in the world. Yeah, you'd be the York from New York. I like to think that I would live similarly i wouldn't get yeah. a fancy car i'd keep the same car would i upgrade an apartment sure um i think looking at the way most people live not that i would ever live in the suburbs uh in a mcmansion mm -hmm. but let's say i were i feel like that would be plenty house those things are big enough i'm like all right oh I absolutely I, I do not understand those people that live in the gigantic houses. So I feel like I would keep that like living in an apartment in New York where adding just a little bit 
can make mm-hmm. a, the price increase by a whole lot. Right. I feel like having extra money. I mean, I guess, you know, the place I'm living now, by most people's standards, not a mansion, not even that big of a place. Uh, by New York and the places right. I lived before and the places I could afford, you know, it's a castle. You mm-hmm. believe this? You got two stories, two full bathrooms. Unfucking believable. Two Mine- full bath, two full bathrooms. Yeah, two full bathrooms. Oh, I thought it was just like one and a half. No, two full bathrooms. You're fucking rich, bro. Exactly. So you know, there's been a progression of my apartments as I've made more money. But I ever, I, I. Never really cared, I guess, that much in the moment when I was living in the other apartments. I really liked my last apartment. It was a good apartment for one person. Mm-hmm. And the apartment before that, eh, it served its purpose. Yeah. By the end, by the end, I was sick of it. And mostly because it was dark and a shithole that had mice. <laughs> but it was in a good location. Yeah. But it served its purpose, and I was happy to live there seven years, where I feel as though most people wouldn't have wanted to put up with that. But it's part of what comes to along with living in New York. And making it. If I'd gotten married or had kids early on, there's no way I'd still be living here because you'd have to give it up at some point. It took. Unless you had enough money. Yeah, if you have enough money, you can stay. But I didn't. But I also didn't chase money. I still haven't really ever chased money in my life. And anything that I'm making now, which again, I'm not rich by any means. Um, No, not by any means. I'm probably behind the curve, honestly, with a lot of people who set out to make money. That's why I say I'm not rich, because if a lot of these people, the way it's been set up, find out what I actually make, like, that's nothing. I make double that. Oh. I make one and a half times that. I don't know. That's what I feel like. So that's another reason I never really want to talk about it. But anyway, I've never chased it. Money to me is, it's there when you need it, and you can find it if you really need it. Clearly, I didn't need it or want it at many points in my life because I was willing to make just what I needed to get by and there was no need for an advancement. I'm not saying that's the best way or the healthiest way to live, but <laughs> there were plenty of years. I'm like, yeah, hey, you know what? I don't give a shit. I just need to make what I need to make. so I can stay right here in this spot. I think that's fine. I feel like that's part of growth, you know, and experimenting with, <clears throat> sorry, I have a dry spot in my throat. Um, that's part of figuring out like how you want to live. What is the life that you're actually looking for? What makes you happy? What do you maybe want to change that will make you happier or to fix some situation that just improves your life? That's fine that you went and, you know, went through all that. I don't think that's, that's the thing about what is success at some point. There's been sort of a standard of where you should be in your life at certain points. And that that's a stupid metric. Everyone is different. Everyone is going through different things. And if you want to be a certain place by a certain time, you should look at why, right? Why do you want that? Is that just because it's what, what's expected? Or is, is it something that will make you happy? There are people who strive to be a member of the Yacht Club. And then there are people I think who get money and say, what am I going to do with this? Okay, I'll become a member of the Yacht Club. Yeah, maybe they have a boat and that's what they're into. And then they talk about, you know, boating with other people. There are people that like race regattas and stuff and come in and be like, yeah, I was on the, yeah, I was running the race this morning. Wouldn't have sex now? (laughs) Did you hear that? I was racing my boat. That's right. Bang me now. Other attitudes like that? I think that comes along with a lot of this stuff. I haven't seen any like creeps like that. I still feel but like a I'm lot not of, at the main club. Maybe it's at the main club and not at the activity center. <laughs> I still have this idea. A lot of this behavior, uh, even the striving to make a lot of money, is out of a desire to get laid, to set yourself apart from other men, and then get laid. So well, how, I think, like can, I said, at the at the main club, I think that there is a little bit of that because it is more of a show offy um, location, you know, or or uh, a way to show off a little bit more than it is to just come and eat and hang out, you know, stuff like that. There's a level of, it it seems when there's nothing left to do, but show off. It's like, I got so much time on my hands. What what can I do? It's time to show off. No, but that's, that's like what they say about new money is the show off. 
part uh, of the yeah, old, old money knows how to do it with dignity. I think they just know old money knows how to have money and it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, Whereas I'm, new money is like, I have money. I'm not saying there's not a learning curve or that over time, like newfound riches surely will alter behavior. And that's where I fancy myself different, but you can never say in, unless you're in that situation. Yeah. I like I to mean, think maybe that, you wouldn't work and you would travel more. Sure. There would be things. It's mostly yeah. about the flaunting of it. Right. And some of it can't be avoided just by default. If you're doing things for yourself and acquiring new things, some of that's going to be visible. But, you know, it's like people like Keanu Reeves, who apparently helps a lot of charities and other people. Yeah. And it's just not publicized. And I think that's nice. That's, that's the way to do it. Remember when all that news was out about him and his girlfriend or his wife and how she's old. Did you see her? She's old. Well, what's the idea there? One, she's not old, right? No. <laughs> she's but she's like the, a normal woman. <laughs> the, the idea, he's rich, he's famous, he should be dating someone who's yeah. young and hot. Right. And that he couldn't show off as a trophy. <laughs> I guess that's the idea that goes into it. Yeah, it's ridiculous. The standard for him and the standard for her. Like, why? Just leave. Can't people just exist? And there's some people who would be happy to be the trophy. Look, you could right. get into the yacht club. You've already got the inside track. You're there working. You can meet someone. Maybe someone who's above the activity center. Ooh. And who goes to the main club. Who? Ooh. I'll never know anyone from the main club because I do not want to work there. Who races his wooden boat. <laughs> his wooden speedboat. Oh, it's wooden. It's like uh it's like the last crusade. Where it's like this looks like the cup of a king. <laughs> those wooden No. Now those wooden speedboats are a lot of money as opposed to oh, the man. as opposed to the fiberglass ones, the old wooden yeah. ones. Yeah, those people love those. Oh, never mind. I guess they're harder to keep up. They're sure, probably, that makes sense. Wood. All boats water. are a, all boats are a money drain. Money suck. Yeah. Man, there are some big yachts out in the bay, though. It's pretty interesting. They have crews, as you know. The reality TV shows have been made about the crews oh. that work on the yachts. I know. I guess it, like, hangs out until it gets chartered. Or maybe just some, someone just owns it and is super rich and, like, hires a crew. I don't know. It's the embarrassment with money. The crew, hiring a crew, having. I think it's the status that comes along with it. It's not the money in itself. It's the way that people flaunt the status. And if you have a giant boat that needs a crew, then I guess you need a crew to run the boat. So you know what right. you're getting into. The, tying this back to going out, one of the reasons to eat. I don't like going out to eat. I don't like being served. I don't fucking like the dynamic. I don't like that someone... And I know that there's not really another way. I'm not going to go to the window and get the food myself. <laughs> you know, that's part of the whole thing. But I don't like it. I don't like critiquing the service. I don't oh, like leaning yeah. into it. I don't like the idea that they're, well, just the d dynamic that comes into play by default. It just makes me feel uncomfortable. Like last night I had to get the waiter's attention because I think they thought there were five of us and they pushed a table together and I had to say, no, there's only four. And I hated calling the person over for that. Oh, I know it's not a big deal, but you have to look, you make eye contact, you wave your hand. Then there's the <laughs> moment they think, what the fuck do you want? Jesus Christ. I don't even want to be here in the first place. And you think that you're better because you're sitting down. Oh my God. I have to take away your dirty fucking dishes. <laughs> it's true. Someone's taking away your filth. They're taking your filth. That's what I pay for. Oh, oh, whatever. Good. So I judge more people when they barely eat any of their food and then don't want a box. You're like, all right, I'll just throw away all this food. I judge that too. It's a waste. That's yeah. a strange thing. Why do people do that? Well, some people, uh, some people do that. And then other people order all this food for their kids and then their kids don't touch it. And then I take it to the back and like the busters and the dishwashers eat it. You have to keep an eye on it then make sure they don't put their grubby booger hands all over it. Well, it doesn't matter. Oh, it matters. Nah. Kids fucking stick their fingers on their butt and smell it and don't wash their hands. <laughs> you know this is true. I, of course I know that's true. I have kids. So it does matter. I wouldn't well, want to eat, I wouldn't want to eat Your their body 
very powerful. I'm gonna eat some kids' poop. They weren't at the table sticking their finger in their butts and then touching their chicken tender and then not eating it. They probably were. I mean, that's a possibility, but I feel like it's very small compared. Uh, I mean, when you're <laughs> you're in a dining room. I think it's a high possibility. <laughs> you know, they always give me the tables with kids. She's good with them. I am. I really like it. I actually really like it because I really like hooking up the parents. And not making them feel bad that their kids are annoying or like helping them if their kids are being a pain. Yeah, because I do the opposite. Eat. It's like, I'm going to make sure you fucking know how annoying your kids are. <laughs> I'm going to make sure you are Not ashamed. me. I'm like, I got. Sorry, I said, I got you. You know, like, what do you need? I got it. What do you do? What, what do you, how can I make your time with your annoying kids better? Like, let's get their food out first so that they go up to the kids room and then you guys can get twisted down here yeah and then drive home i know well nobody's gonna stop me i own the police <laughs> <laughs> i did put a yacht club um burgy flag on my car because police are less likely to tow yacht club members <laughs> oh my god it's a whole other round we didn't get into I know. There's a, there is a sense of entitlement that comes along with it just having money in general and i don't like that yeah that conflict with my desire for modesty right and even outside of that because you can still be modest and uh not entitled there's a middle ground just this entitlement you told me i'm a member of the yacht club oh i'm That's sorry right. i put i put a lot of money into this community i pay your salary well i mean that's a great way to get out of a ticket or to get out of trouble. I pay your salary. I'll stop paying my taxes and then see where your salary goes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good luck. All right. So tonight, has anyone ever tried to, uh, like a dad and the mom goes away with the kids and then he propositions you? No. No. Absolutely not. Yeah. Dignified behavior within the walls of the yacht club. There is a guy, I don't know if he's married. But he looks like Maynard from Tool. And he owns, you know that store in the mall? It's like DTLR. No. I don't really know it either. I think I've just seen it. But anyway, he's like, he owns that store in Annapolis Mall. <laughs> and for some reason, I was kind of attracted to him when I was serving him. DTLR Villa, your fashion, your lifestyle. <laughs> Men's footwear. It's a footwear store. Oh, it is? That's what it seems to be. All right. I don't know if it's the same place. Who is DTLR? It's not a, no, it's not a, it's a. Uh, I just looked up DTLR and then. Sneaker sportswear yeah. accessories for adults and kids. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. It's not a foot. It's not a shoe store, is it? It's I, don't like, know, I think it's a shoe store. Maybe they have belts. Maybe they have gloves. No, they have clothing. They have sportswear. I'm just saying shoes. That's it. I, I don't know anything about it. Uh, I don't really either, but I don't think it's just shoes. I think anyway. the point remains. The person owns a store a chain. Yeah. And he looks like Maynard from Tool. I was like, One day. Soon you'll be a member on the other side. Oh, one and day. Then there'll be stories of, I saved her from that. She, do you know she <laughs> used to serve here? She used to be a server here. Ugh, that's the last thing I need. Is and the parents won't like it. And the husband, well, the future husband. The man will have to rebel against his parents and they'll have a falling out and they're the Who, ones. Wait, that, his parents? Yeah, his parents. Because they have it's high. Like 78-year-old parents? Yeah, of course. Know. They have high expectations for their son who hasn't Whatever, he down. probably supports them. No, they worked hard to get into the Yacht Club and the only reason he's there is because of them, nepotism. Oh, you think he's like a legacy member? Like his parents are members and so you yes. have to be a member? Yes, and then oh, okay. they have expectations on how he should live his life and you server like, a lowly server yeah it takes a long yeah. time there's a lot of work that has to go into it and at some point he ditches you because he's falling into the trap his parents are laying he's like you know what they're right i can't do this yeah. and then he eventually comes around the next thing you know you're on the yacht bossing around the staff oh <laughs> and and listen and i used to be a server so i know what i'm talking about 
Yes. The forks and the knives are not supposed to be on the same side of the plate. Let you. Please Don't. serve me my beverages on the right and my food from the left. I mean, <laughs> who doesn't know this? Don't even think about eating my leftovers. I'll have you know that uh, before I finished with my last bite, I shoved my finger in my ass and then touched all the food on the plate. So if you want to eat it, you're eating my shit. That's right. A kid taught me that. Oops. Thank you, everyone. Please like and subscribe, rate and review. Use all of your money to support our sponsor, hoppinpepper.com. You liked when people spent, sent you money. You liked that. Oh, that was really nice. You made $75 or something. Woo! I appreciate that a lot. It was really, really nice. What was your cash app again? You just go for it. Ask for the money. Autoprits. <laughs> A-U-T-O-P-R-I-T-T-S. Yeah. Get that money. Support, support our sponsor, HoffaPepper.com. Use our code one time at 15 for 15% off hot sauce. It's awesome. Do it. Bye.